Welcome back. Minor recap. What is this, volume six? Episode six for sure. Episode six, yes. Yes, how you been? Back like I never left. Right, <laughs> super busy. Yes, life is incredible. Absolutely. Um, what's been happening? Well, um, do we talk about my health concerns? We didn't talk about anything yet. Okay, so I've been dealing with some health things, and of course there's school. Mm-hmm. We will officially be homeschooling the children as of Monday, so. Yes. Can I talk about this wine first? Please, let's let's go there first. Hold on, let me taste it. I tasted it already, <laughs> let me taste it again. Oh, see, I weighed it. I taste... It's easy to go down. Yes. Um, I think I can taste that. Uh, what's it called? The bouquet. Mm-hmm. Um, tiny bit of sourness. I'm trying to like go into like how I would put in the words yes. before. Before the fancy words right, that right. they want you to say. <laughs> yeah. What What do you taste? Um, is it blackberry? Yeah. I think it is blackberry. I taste the okay, yeah. yeah. It's a little peppery. Yeah. It would be good with meat, which we are not eating right now. We're not eating red meat or any meat for that matter, which isn't that fun. You've been we'll reading table about that. this. <laughs> You're using keywords. I actually have not been reading anything. Okay. I'm not reading anything, y'all. <laughs> okay. Well, this is from San Pasqual Valley Rancho Gujito Vineyard. And I say that the Gujito is for ghetto because while I love the wine, I just mean that uh, last time I had a glass from them, it was really strong. Yes. So they're at least like, what is it? 14, the alcohol volume, 14%. 14%, Yeah. So it's definitely, it's strong. You only really need one glass. I take two though. (laughs) Um, So anyway, yeah. So their official... Description is candied blackberries bing, and blueberries, warm vanilla, dried sage, sage brush, lavender, warm earth. Then there's a taste of barnyard in there, they say. Medium tannins. Um, I think Justice explained to me of what tannins were. Okay. Um, but I've got to like still. I need to like do a little more. Flirt with it there. a little bit more. <laughs> um, medium alcohol. And they said more acid than one might expect. So I don't know if that goes in. Because what is the sourness? Is that the blackberries or is that the... I think it is the, the acid. Yeah, acidity that you're... Gotcha. That you're pointing out for sure. Yeah, they're actually local too. I believe that the vineyard is in Escondido. Yes. So go check them out. Shout out Rancho Gujito. Yeah, and I think... Um, I was reading, too, that they're one of the last privately owned Mexican land grants in Cali. So oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and the bottle is, this is a Shiraz. Yes. Um, the bottle's $33. It's really good, and uh, and it'll take you there. Yes, and get you some carne asada tacos and enjoy it with. Yeah. If you're not leaving, leading this plant-based life. Right. That plant based though. Oh man, it's rough, y'all. Can we talk about that? Let's. How I'm hungry. Doing? How you doing? I'm hungry. So about thirty days ago, 
Yes. Um, I decided to only do plant based. Yes. Um, since then, I've learned that maybe plant based wasn't exactly what I should have called it because I was thinking, oh, like I'm going to try to eat more plants than meat. Yes. Most likely, no, no meat at all. I was going to try to not eat any meat at all. Um, but I think I've been like, is that vegetarian? So, yes, you're more vegetarian, I think, than like a strictly plant based thing. And keep in mind, you guys, God bless everyone who's doing it for the animals. You're an incredible person. Yes. However, we kind of made that transition for health reasons or to. Right. You know, not um, really big on the saving the animals piece. Yes. Hopefully we'll get there, maybe. But I mean, animals are cool, though. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, yes, yes. We have so many kids, so it's kind of like you have to either be a kid person or an animal person. Right. And with our numbers on the board, as far as procreation, we kind of have to right. roll with the kids. Yeah. But like, anyway. Yeah, we raise our kids each day, and it's like craziness. So when someone's like, oh, I have a baby, too. It's my dog. It's kind of like, well. Yeah. I mean, we could trade for sure. <laughs> like, if you want to take all these kids, I will happily raise a puppy or a kitty or right. something else. But anyway, um, I digress. Uh, we yes. ended up, Tony kind of came up with this idea that we should exclude the meat and be plant-based. Wasn't yes. it mantras? I think we talked about that the last time, but we were trying to actually live it too. Yes. So long life. Do you want to remind everyone? Yeah, it's um, great relationships. Yes. Down. <laughs> um, daily exercise. Yes. Plant-based yes. diet. And wine. And wine. Yeah. Um, people who adhere to that, um, not everyone, of course, but when you go into these societies and you see the hundred plus years of living, that type of thing. Those were the four things, the common denominators. Okay. So in other words, we had the relationship things going pretty good. And I mean, you go on your jogs daily. So we were decent exercise. We get around. Yep. Um, So the wine check. So it really came down to the plant-based diet. And we're like, okay, that's true. We're usually on the run. So eating healthy isn't always easy so we definitely have been making more of an assertive effort um to do the the vegetables the fruit uh staying away from the carbs and the meat and the sugar and the non-natural things so anyway with tony it was okay let's you know not do the meat but we were still kind of open to possibly or at least i was some seafood or some cheese and sour cream that kind of thing Um, and then I found out I have a thyroid condition Mm -hmm. that was brought on, I'm sure from law school stress. Um, apparently it is, um, hereditary. So it was kind of in my genes anyway, but you know, it was kind of brought out. So with that being said, uh, my body doesn't produce, was it iodine the way that it should. So it kind of can cause my heart to go, um, like work, work over time and things Master, like that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, my doctor was like, oh yeah, so avoid iodine. And of course, that's everything from the sea. That's cheese, milk, everything. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, it got even stricter for me. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm hungry. 
you guys get you this wine and right some carnitas or corny asada tacos i was gonna say and with that said <laughs> um i did great for about 30 days yes um but i just had some meat yes i had some hot links because <laughs> they were beef um you forgot they were beef they were beef <laughs> um not only did i forget but i've i had some more after i forgot um but so basically i have an app it uh it's like one of those ride share deliver food apps it's called the black business app mm-hmm. um and in testing this app we decided oh, okay well let's just do a little catering you know sell a little food so we can get an idea for how these companies because they'll have products and food on the app so we're like oh, okay well let's see you know test run test run and uh beta fun yeah <laughs> and part of that process was me throwing some meat on the grill for <laughs> the customers and uh while i had meat on the grill i had kind of like took a little piece of a hot link thought nothing of it or whatever and then like then i did it again and that second <laughs> time when i put it in my office like oh my gosh i just broke my 30-day code that i had yes. got passed so um yeah then i had a little more uh after that when we had a little leftover food but um yeah so here's to resetting and yes. going completely are you getting back, back on oh yeah okay. absolutely absolutely yeah proud right of you now. okay <laughs> sounds good yeah so yeah what else is going on i'm just looking at my agenda here so i've got of course black business app we yes. kind of talked about talked download about it that. Download it. This podcast is brought to you by the Black <laughs> Business app. Download it Shameless now plug. on iPhone and Android. Yes. Uh, maybe somewhere on social media, there will be a link to it. Yes. If you follow. Well, I guess we could post or... it on all of our social media accounts. Should we post it on Winery? I mean, why not? Maybe they can buy wine from there. Or That's true. Mm-hmm. Buy wine from the Black Business app <laughs> today. Um, yeah. So then the next, um, I had down was, uh, locker room talk. Did we want to talk about that? I mean, okay. I guess I should have drank a little more wine first because I'm about done with, with with these things. Oh, what? Talking about? (laughs) Well, yeah. Like with the, you know, what's going on with the Supreme court and y'all president. Right, right. So mine was a little more so. So I've been having this story, and I think I talked about talked about it last time. Um, was basically, I don't know if I talked about it on this one, but um, I had been like in a barbershop yes. with a friend, and um, basically there were some guys in there, and then it had like kind of clicked for me that oh, us guys, like. I don't want to say are like double-sided or fake, but are not consistently the person uh, that we are, you know, when we're with our women versus when we're not. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a a little hidden, again, like locker room talk, like a hidden, oh, let's talk about these things (laughs) when our girls are not there. Even if it's just like, I don't want to say fantasizing, but not, it's not, it's not joking, but it isn't fun exactly or whatever. Um, but basically what I was saying there was um, I had never been in a position where I saw guys kind of say, oh, you know what? I only entertain one woman and I don't want to talk about that or, you know, kind mm-hmm. of just be the square of the bunch. Um, but 
uh, an update there. And it's funny because I was like, oh, I had stayed quiet. And I was like, oh, how do I say I only entertain one woman? And we came up with that uh, yeah. lingo. But uh, my friend um, who I was discussing, like basically who's uh, worked at the shop, is now having like marital problems. And I was like, damn, that's that's a pretty big deal. And I probably should have... Uh, we probably should have started discussing right then. Yeah, that's true. Um, those things, but just in hindsight, so. Yeah, definitely. I think that that has been, I won't say a challenge for me too. Um, not necessarily. I know you know for men typically it's like oh boys will be boys or you right. know it's accepted and I think that that's why we have such a fucked up rape culture because it's definitely you know, most of men's behavior is excusable when it has to do with how they talk about, treat, you know, women, et cetera. Um, So with that being said, I definitely, um, I get that. And I will say, Tony kind of came up with that on his own because I think I was like, you know, I I don't know. I'm not a man. I don't really know what to say, you know, in those instances. But I think, you know, on my end, too, I think because we are, um, it's, at least amongst our peers, it's a lot of times that, you know, people, it's hard to be the one to say, hey, kind of going against the grain. Right. You know, um, if we have a friend who is dealing with infidelity issues on the opposite side, for me, at least personally, it's a lot easier for me to offer advice and offer support. Um, but when, you know, it's they're the person that's doing it, it's kind of hard to go against the grain. Like, you know, hey, that's not right. Or, hey, you might want to do something another way. Um, so as a woman, I find that as a struggle and not just infidelity, but just generally like when you're correcting someone in love or speaking out against what the group think is, it's definitely hard. And I think for men, it definitely has to be even more so because you def you know, it's, it's, um, it's the male ego, it's testosterone. You're dealing with different levels or different barriers to get to the core and say, Hey, like that's not cool. Or I'm not going to participate in that. Like you said, I, I think you called it square, Right. But generally, I think for most people, like learning to stand up against things mm-hmm. is is not a easy challenge. Absolutely, and and just with seeing all of the failed relationships and attempts, uh, you know, some that we uh, people that we deal with and that we coach, but just in general, like in the culture, turn on any rap song. And you're, you'll hear how um, how these relationships uh, are just what would what would the word be there? Just not going well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's strange to me um, that men can't. Uh, I think part of the solution is starting with transparency and honesty. And I think some of these relationships should maybe start with telling one's mate, Hey, 
I desire other women or the woman, hey, I desire other men. Because when you say that, then it's out in the open and you can actually discuss these issues versus, uh, you know, a guy saying that and then risking losing everything. Um, so he just hides it. And then maybe when he's at the barbershop, he'll talk about how, you know, he can't wait to have sex with all these other women or that type of thing. But um, I think honesty and transparency uh, would definitely be a step in the right direction uh, for some of these relationships. But I also think that uh, women and men need to create a safe space where one can be honest. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. Um, I know we've talked before, Tony and I, um, in regards to, I think, the nature of men and women and pretty much overcoming that the natural instincts on both sides. Because for anything to last, it definitely has to be on both both sides have to give a little. And I think that, you know, I do agree that naturally, especially for men, not saying that there are no women either, but I think naturally for men, they can have sex without feelings or they can be promiscuous without repercussion. And I think with that being said, um, coming to a place where, like you said, it can be a safe zone. I don't expect that you're going to live you know, the next 50, 60 years and never find another woman attractive at all or never Mm. think that, you know, other women are beautiful or smart, you know, um, great body, you name it, you know, or just great personality, whatever the case may be. But I think definitely, uh, especially on the marriage level, like you said, having a safe space where this is, this is our marriage, this is our relationship, this is our family. And this comes first now we can discuss just like we can discuss, um, you know, if there's a health problem or if there's issues with the children or if there's a death in the family. I, I think that people should look at their relationship like there's nothing that we can't get through. And that's not saying that any passes should be given. But like you said, a right. safe space where like it's like, hey, I'm struggling with this. If you were struggling with um whether it is an attraction to a woman, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's anger, whatever issues that each other are facing, I think you can get through them a lot better facing them together, which like you said, I guess the persona um, people, including myself have been so wrapped up in giving their best version of themselves to their partner that sometimes they lose sight of the fact that, we're all human and we're all going to have different things that we have to overcome. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, I think one of the things that you said was like how you said overcoming nature. Um, that may even be a homework, right. For a listener, like, yeah, go sit down with your mate, your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, and open up that conversation and say, Hey, how do we overcome nature here or whatever? And, uh, and in regards to struggling like an alcohol issue, drugs, and that type of thing, um, I don't personally think that, uh, you know, overcoming nature, <laughs> as you put it, is on par with I didn't those say things. say overcoming nature. That was your synopsis. I don't think that that's on <laughs> par with being a drug addict. 
for instance. Um, but yeah, I'll just I'll just put that there. I don't think that that's on par with that. Um, but definitely, I think uh, from a woman's point of view, uh, and maybe and maybe when you add and and men's too, when you add uh, what would that be called? Like uh, being disloyal, heartbreak. The promise of not doing that, I think those things are as damaging to one's heart and feelings as uh, getting hooked on drugs, for sure. No, I get that. Um, Again, I didn't, you know, I understand that that was your takeaway or the summary that you got from it. But for me, I look at infidelity kind of like I look at murder, right? So even if for instance, I'll give my, you know, myself as an example. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking, let's say I'm walking at the Fashion Valley Mall and I see this beautiful, tall, dark, handsome man um, that's super attractive. Mm-hmm. I might be like, oh my God, like he looks great or, you know, he smells great or whatever. Like, you know, there might be a natural inclination to look a little longer or, you know, um, accept an advance or something like that. Right. right? So the same thing, if I get pissed off, like if something bad, like let's say something happened to my children or, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, someone comes in, you know, slaps in my face or steals my purse or something like that. Like I might have a natural inclination to, you know, hit them or kill them or, you know, react violently. Right. So saying that to say, I get nature and it's, I don't think it's as much of overcoming nature, but understanding, giving yourself the room to fully map out the consequences of those actions. Right. If somebody pisses me off, if somebody comes in my home and steals or, you know, um, or if you cheated on me or if my children were injured, um, mm-hmm. Like, let's say somebody, you know, ran, ran over him or hit him with the car, you know, I mean, God forbid all of this. But I'm just saying I have felt and I'm sure I will in the future feel mm-hmm. the um, the natural urge to bring harm and or death on another human. Right. But you do kind of work through like, hey, you know, there are consequences to those actions. So I think it is at the end of the day, it just comes down to, like you said, with the safe space, what, like, what are we okay with? And I think it's beyond just infidelity, but just generally speaking, people have their issues. People have their, their not okays, their okays, that kind of thing. But I think that it's important for couples to hash out what those are for them and what works for them might not work for us. What works for us might not work for someone else. Um, but I think that the main takeaway from what I was saying mm-hmm. is kind of creating um, an open dialogue about everything. Right. You know, I feel like you should be able to literally sit with your partner and discuss anything on this earth, anything that you would discuss with anyone else, because this is supposed to be, you know, right. a and, life thing. And and I do agree. So I don't, I don't agree that it's as serious as murder, uh, cheating in this example. Um, but, uh, to play devil's advocate, I would say, uh, for one who had an urge to murder, Mm -hmm. um, if that person had lived most of his life in jail Mm -hmm. and maybe even saw being in jail as a badge of honor. Okay. Uh, and that was his 
societal uh, acceptance as mm-hmm, far as mm-hmm. that goes. Um, that, yeah, you know, just being okay there. But I think that that's what the mind state, just as far as that metaphor that you're using, yeah. you're, you'd be dealing with someone who, uh, where society is saying, oh, like, it's a badge of honor to be in yes. jail, like that type of thing. But again... Or it's a badge of honor to have, you know, like you said earlier, like we were, you know, chatting Mm -hmm. before getting online and, um, you know, like it's having a, a a wife and a girlfriend and a mistress and a baby mama or three, you know, it's, it's cool. And I think that it is kind of revamping what is cool in our society to kind of get back to raising our families and promoting and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even think, honestly, that monogamy is for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I think that, especially when kids are involved, and if you're not married yet, you know, these are things that definitely need to be hashed out before you say I do. For sure. Um, call us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I think definitely, you know, whether, whatever the level of the relationship, I think when you get to a point when you're serious, like, there needs to be some serious discussion on... Right. On what works for you guys as a couple. And that's what I'm saying. That's financially, that's sexually, that's, you know, right. mentally. Um, and and just keep in mind that even with all of these things, like a strong black family is the goal. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, oh, speaking mm-hmm. of sexually. <laughs> oh, did we say so, We did. We did. Oh. Well, I was just saying like all aspects. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so some of you guys know Tony and I are writing a book. Um, it was actually supposed to be released last month, but it ended up getting a little, we ended up diving a little deeper than we originally intended. So, um, it is coming soon. We'll, <laughs> we'll post up, uh, the release or the new, you know, um, when we're ready, the drop, date. the drop date. Yeah. That, that, there's yeah. what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so the book's called keep the fights clean and the sex dirty. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, with the sex aspect, we definitely wanted to, I guess, look into some possible suggestions there at the end of things that, you know, like ways to spice it up. Amen. <laughs> Some, I just want some, you to know I support you. I'm yes. Like, hey, some is reading. Come some on is, now. Was it exper? Ex, what is it? Experimenting. Experimenting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, anyway, so there were a couple things that we're gonna put in there. So I guess a bit of a spoiler alert. But since we were on topic, so in all of these years of marriage, I didn't know anything about Tony. Can't think of the name right now, and neither can I. But I'm gonna try to find it. Um, but essentially, ladies. You know how you do kegels? So so you can have sex and climax via kegels during intercourse. So essentially... Or kegels as intercourse. uh, Yes. Kegels on a penis. So yeah, you're um, you're not moving at all besides your vaginal muscles. Which is pretty cool. It's fire. Yeah. So try that out. Homework. Yeah, absolutely. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Do you have any other spoiler alerts? <laughs> um, were we going to talk about the, the Zen? 
Maybe we should leave that for the book. Oh, okay. All right, we'll leave that one. But try the Kegel thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trump? Do we have to? Yeezy? Yes. Yeezy. What's your opinion on that? You know my opinion. Um, most people who know me, I, I actually, I haven't been speaking about it just because I have been trying not to be unsupportive in public of the things that Kanye are doing. Of a um, black man. Yes, of a, of a black man. Right. Um, I think, though, that one major piece is definitely the fact that he, I guess, you know, the, the saying when you were growing up, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. What you say, but how you say it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah or what, yeah, what uh, you say, but how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, even how he went into, you know, the Oval Office and he's talking about, um, you know, bettering Chicago. He's talking about um, no stop and frisk. So the things Absolutely. that he were saying, he, that he was saying are valid arguments that I, I support. However, you know, doing it with the, the make America great hat on and, you know, essentially ranting, right. I think definitely leaves a bad taste in, you know, in, in the mouth of others, especially, um, you know, the black community, who he is portraying to speak for mm-hmm. when a lot of what he's been saying and doing lately is off basis, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, I get, I get, I guess what he's trying to do. And my hope is that it's not purely a publicity stunt. Like he's not doing it just to raise awareness of himself or be in the spotlight. Um, but either way, I think that there's definitely, I'm all about keeping it classy and I don't think that, um, the way he's going about it is going to be effective Mm -hmm. or rain much support on either side. And, you know, the thing is at the end of the day, Trump does not give a fuck about him, you know, nor do, and not even to make it like a democratic or, or Republican thing. Because I honestly don't think that either side, you know, cares about him or where he's coming from. But I think, you know, I I won't go as far as to even say that he knows help because I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, But, you know. Right. Um, So my opinion on that, uh, and I'll keep it brief. Yes. (laughs) We could talk about this the whole hour, (laughs) y'all. I'll just say this. Um. There's a saying that the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah. Um, that's one of them. And another point that I like to make is sometimes the woman who puts sugar in your tank, uh-huh. beats up the mistress, uh-huh. cusses out baby daddy. Okay. Sometimes she wins. Or drives the house, or drives her car through the house. Or drives her car through the house. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes she wins the man. Yes. Um, and that is what Kanye resembled up there to me, was someone who loved Chicago at the very least. Okay. Um, and whined, went up there and whining, yelling, screaming, um, and doing anything in his power 
at the expense of dignity. Okay. And to to uh, get what he wanted and and what some people needed, um, like a lower murder rate or um, uh, factories in yeah. Chicago, that type of thing. So so again, on the delivery of it, yeah, yeah. he was crying, crying, whining, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So do you think he wouldn't have been able to even get into the overall or, you know, state his case on that platform had he not been doing the things that he's doing? I don't even want to like box it into something because it's I just think, ridiculousness. I think that people attempted to go the classy route Mm-hmm. for black people with okay. even Obama. Okay. People have reached out and said, this is what we need to do. This is the action that needs to happen with black people. Mm-hmm. And nothing happened. Okay. So they tried to keep it classy before. Okay. So do I think he could have got a meeting and talked sensibly and some things uh, changed or happened? Mm-hmm. Not really, but he could have okay. had that meeting and said some things. Absolutely. Um, but I think what is bothering uh, black people, of course, is that hat. Yes. Because that's going against nature, right? <laughs> that's going against nature, having that hat on and not being down with the Democratic Party is going against nature as well for black people. Yeah. I think even beyond the political piece, um, he's violated not only just like a like a social responsibility, but he's definitely, and I think it was kind of like a work in progress, right? Like I hate to be like, oh, you know, everybody's like, oh, his mom, his mom, like he hasn't been right since his mom, which that might be true, but you could kind of see like the downhill spiral. And it's personally sad to me um, just because I feel like he had the, I guess, capabilities of being being a leader and i know for some people they still might look at him as a leader Mm -hmm. however i feel like he kind of stripped away um the respect that he would need to really make any real changes you know in the future so it's it's a bit disheartening just because and i was never like a huge kanye fan um but just as a person i feel like he had something about him that he could have you know used for good right absolutely and i think you know uh, my last point on the subject is that if they do somehow lower the taxes and bring warehouses to chicago and Mm -hmm. employ a whole lot of motherfuckers and have (laughs) a lower murder rate yeah for me that respect would go up yeah i guess we'll see how it plays out I don't want to talk about the Supreme Court just because it's infuriating. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's save that one. I wouldn't understand it anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll talk about it. I got a lying ass kid. Yes. Oh, Boy, he be lying. Man, it's he rough. He be lying, he be lying, he be lying. It's rough. Um, Last week, my Every son. Every day of the week. <laughs> last week, my son <laughs> went to uh, math tutoring because he was having a lower grade. He had a C. Yes. And he we went, were not okay with his C. Right. He went to math tutoring every single day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. On Friday, 
I told him when he came home, I said, hey, uh, I just want you to know <laughs> that you went to math, tur- math tutoring every single day this week. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. And his reply was, oh, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, it was, uh, I think, you know, I think he was, like, I didn't even listen. But he was saying basically, like, maybe one day he didn't or what have you. Fast forward. We were um, keeping tabs. We we're going to see how often well, he was going to. Well, yeah, he went every single day, and um, I was going to contact his teacher and just say, hey, how many of these days did Thailand come to uh, tutoring? Oh, I said his name. Are we allowed to do that on here? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, cool. Um, he's in the ninth grade. So anyways, I didn't even get around to emailing his teacher, but I got an email in my inbox mm-hmm. that said, hey, FYI. Um, you know, your son had a C, but now he has an F and mm-hmm. he's in danger of failing. Yeah. Um, so the next morning called up homeschool, said <laughs> <laughs> Thailand will be attending homeschool. Um, and, uh, without being violent here, I, I guess I could tell the story. Yeah. Tell the whole it story. It didn't end in violence, but he was taking a nap, an afternoon nap, nap because He's living his best life. He's living his best life. <laughs> he ain't got time for whatever the song says. Yes. Um, and I took my belt and I just tapped him kind of on the shoulder a couple times. And my daughter, who, <laughs> who is six, yelled, Daddy, what are you doing? No. She didn't want him to get his yes. spanking. But I was tapping him. So from her yelling, he wakes up and he looks up and I said, Hey, <laughs> Um, where were you at instead of tutoring? And he said, I was in tutoring. And mm-hmm. I said, strike one. And I said, where were you at instead of tutoring? He said, I was in tutoring, I swear. I said, strike two. And then he said, oh, I was walking. Mm-hmm. I was walking around with my friends. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, he didn't get a spanking, but, uh, I did put him in homeschool and I'm going to be monitoring that a little yeah. more. Um, and... Part of one of my goals is uh, to get more involved in uh, my children's education anyway. And I do have a list of books that I would like to teach uh, around black history and a number of programs. So if you have any programs on black history, please let me know because yes. I will be a academic coach. Yes. We're but I'm, long story short, I'm sick of these lying ass kids, y'all. Yeah. It's not the first time, too. It's just kind of, like, surprising because I always sing his praises. Like, he really is a good kid. Like, yes, he, he, you know. He be lying. He but, yeah. He's a good kid. Period. However. <laughs> not thugging. He's definitely, um, I think, him coming into himself and wanting so much responsibility, some of which he can't handle yet. Mm-hmm. He's definitely. And he it's hilarious because it's like you didn't think we were gonna see your grades like he knows that they email us regularly about his grade whether good or bad his assignments if he misses an assignment we find out you know within 48 hours right so it's kind of like come on dude like absolutely we're not idiots yeah and we're not like under a rock so yeah oh he also (laughs) he wasn't he it was a social media thing so this is a couple weeks coming yeah. because last week uh, Tony was using his phone to test the app. We have iPhones. He has an Android and the app is downloadable on both. Mm-hmm. So Tony was checking out the app, you know, client facing 
um, from Thailand's phone. And he notices while he has his phone, what does he have? A Snapchat? Uh, Everything. Um, he has all the social media. Like we don't even have Snapchat yet. Yeah. He has Snapchat, Insta, Facebooks, whatever. So um, he's not allowed. He hasn't had permission to get a Snapchat. So Tony was like, "Oh, like you know, what's up with this? Like, when do you? Correct. When did you decide that you could have this?" And anyway, he's just you know like very nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, other people's parents give them permission. Right. So we're like, well, you don't have permission, bro. But because this wasn't the first time, we actually have a little extra flip phone. <laughs> yes, I had a trap phone. Yes. A handy dandy trap phone. So now Thailand is walking around with a flip phone, and a trap phone. Get, we'll call yeah. it. It's a flip phone, though, y'all. Yes, like it, you have to like phone. to text. No, you have yeah. to like, you know, the little ABC. You have to like. It's a flip phone. For it's sure. a complete flip phone. Like not no fancy. It's one definitely either. like. Yeah, 90s, very, very right. dated. No social media, Nothing. no wife, like no internet. There's barely internet. Barely. You can text. You can we. You can answer our calls and you could text, and right. that's about all you can do. Right. Well, anyway, so last week he was getting clowned on it. <laughs> uh, roasted is <laughs> he what was he roasted. called it. He was roasted. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's been pretty cool because every time I call him, like people are laughing <laughs> at him, and then we have a conversation where I say, "Oh, you uh, probably should have." You know, manage that uh, social media uh, situation a little better, yeah. huh? And I think he last week he goes, "Oh yeah, I should have just deleted them." I was like, "Or maybe if you didn't create them in the first place, huh?" Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So we're working through this whole teenage thing. This is life right now. Yeah, life is vegan and teenagers and yeah. And law school. We're getting old. I think it's what it is. Law school, gray hairs. Yeah, it's rough, y'all. Health. Health issues, but boy, she's still fine. Thank you, baby. As are you. Yes. She fine wine, fine like wine. And recap. Let's yes. do this. Like, <laughs> let's get it. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. That's it. So that's life. Yes. Um, what's coming up? What do we have going on? Oh, we're gonna be planning a. Well, originally, I just wanted to do a uh, sip and paint. Yes. However. There's been a couple suggestions for a sip or twerk and paint, a trap, a trap and paint. Yes. I've been getting all of the types of paint. So Mm -hmm. maybe we'll put a poll up and you guys let us know if you want to just sip and paint like our old ass, or Mm -hmm. if you would rather trap and paint or twerk and paint. I think some there'll be wine no matter what. I think some of my friends might come to a twerk and paint. What about the trap and paint? Can you twerk while listening to trap music and paint? Yes. Okay. Wine's going to be involved. We're going to do a poll. We Y'all let us know. where the wine is. Like, okay. There will be wine. Are you going to twerk if it was a twerking paint? I might twerk a little. We're supposed to go out tonight, you guys. Oh, yes. Yes. We're going out tonight. So we're going um, with black. Oh, I'm not. No. Do we want to put our location where we go? Oh, that's true. I don't. Yeah. Weirdos sometimes. We're going out. And there might be a little bit of twerking. We gonna twerk. I'm a twerk. You gonna twerk. You'll probably stand there mostly as yeah. I twerk. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're both twerking anyway. You're gonna twerk. I'm gonna stand there <laughs> like a boss. And when you see me, just recognize I'm a boss if she's twerking on me. So okay. You know what it is. That's what it is. You're yeah, so cool. Yeah. You're so cool. Yes. Yeah. Um. What else is there? Any? Oh, yes. Books coming up soon. Um. Yeah. yeah. 
And also, no, 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 that wasn't. Oh, we're doing a webinar. It's the 30th. It's the 30th. Okay, we're doing a webinar on the 30th. Um, check that out. You can go onto our website and sign up. So Sign up for the twerk and paint. Yes. Sign up for the webinar. Yes, let's get it. Let's get it. You have to twerk and drink <laughs> wine and live your best life like Thailand. Like Thailand. Minus the flip phone. <laughs> hey. All right, y'all. Thanks next for listening. Time. See you next time.